Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-restored Louis Fox. That's right. I was broken, and then Mr. Miyagi did that thing where he clapped his hands and rubbed them together. Yeah. And then he he touched me, and I'm like, I'm a child. (laughs) Have you gotten into the new karate kid? Is it called Karate Kid? Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. No, I haven't. I have not. Well, I watched the show with Carrie Lynn, but I, I... I can't get on board with it. I'm, it's not my favorite show. Why right. is that? Is it what's going on with it? Does it's, it have all the same characters? Like they're just older or something? Yeah, and then they have new kids, but everything is a throwback to some. Like everything's a flashback to a movie. Gotcha. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I should just watch Karate Kid because that was decent. For and <laughs> is Mr. Miyagi in it? Is that guy? That guy's dead. How are they? They can't bring that guy back. <laughs> they wheeled out Pat Morita's corpse. <laughs> So yeah, what did they do about Mr. Miyagi? They have flashbacks where he sees them in his like memory. Oh wow. Yeah, but it's all like paint fence and in the it. prison cell after he touched you. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, so what so you don't know because you haven't seen the show. No, I I've, I've watched I think I'm up to date. I just I I hate the show. I, I just watch it with Carrie Lynn to be a good Aw, that's nice. Yeah. This it's is... like when I watched The Notebook with Erica. <laughs> yeah, except you're trying to get estrogen shots. <laughs> she's on the estrogen right now. She's on three. She's on the three patches, and she Ooh. has been holding up like a champ. So that's kept her from smoking, too, at the same Pretty time. Much. One of them is one of them is a nicotine patch. <laughs> Man, but we, yeah, I, I cry more at movies than she does, even when she's on the estrogen. So it's uh... we watched Coda the other night, and I kind of teared up a little bit. Is that the one where the it's completely silent? The woman is deaf. Yeah, it's not completely silent. <laughs> There's words. <laughs> There's a was... little bit of background music. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> Did you accidentally just watch it on mute? I thought, well, that's the thing. The preview came on and I knew it was about a deaf person. And I was like, okay, well, it's probably, there was no sound. And so I'm like, that's probably how the movie is. (laughs) The whole time I'm just trying to fix my TV. (laughs) Little did I know it was actually just on mute. Yeah, it was an okay movie. Uh, If you, spoiler alert, at the end of it, I think the big thing where she accomplishes her goal, I think she cheats doing it. Oh, really? Yeah. This yeah. is your your uh, gripe with the movie. All right. So if you haven't seen it, you don't want to ruin it. Fast forward like 30 seconds. All right. So what happens is she is singing and she's trying out at a um, an art school to get into the art school. Mm-hmm. She forgets to bring her sheet music. She's 30 minutes late. They still let her audition. Then there's no family in the place allowed in the audition. Yet the family sneaks in and the judges are aware of this and they don't say anything. What? Exactly. Get out of here. And then she has no sheet music and the pianist is like, I don't know how, what song you want. So her teacher happens to be walking by and he's like, oh, I can play that song. And then she, she does starts off horribly and then he restarts her by pretending he messed up. Man, this is some white privilege, man. Oh, so much. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so much. I'm, I'm assuming the main character is white. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Gosh. <laughs> 
Jeez, how many, how many, uh, you know, things that do they have to dismiss to let this girl get in? No, that's the thing. It's messed up, man. I was like, there's someone who actually prepared and tried. And whose family weren't there and who didn't have, who brought their sheet music, who was 30 minutes early. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. So not down. I am not. And now I'm not even going to watch this movie. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to start it 30 minutes into it. I may rent it and just put it, play it and then turn the TV off. (laughs) I'm going to rent it, hit mute and then go do some other stuff. And then go to sleep. Exactly. (laughs) I'm going to let it play all the way through. So Netflix thinks I completed it. And then I'm going to thumbs down it. (laughs) All right, Louie, let's get to the stories. Let's do it. Let's get to some weird news. This story comes from Derek.news.com. That's a news source more reliable than calling it a bomb threat to the hand grenade manufacturing company. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> you can't. You don't can't call it in. Hey, I got a, I got a. Uh, you know these grenades that I got from you guys, and a couple of them are malfunctioning. If you don't, if you don't let your workers unionize. <laughs> There'll, uh, there'll be an explosive place somewhere on your property. And this is uh, Derek, D-A-R-I-K. Like, I think Zoolander had a Derek <laughs> yes. character. Derek. Which is the last place I would get my news in Ohio. <laughs> so, story goes, man who mistakenly threatened to send a bomb to the Ottawa, Ohio Police Department amid protests by truck driver. He's like... It's the one time I was typing out my bomb threat and a little paperclip guy didn't pop up and say, did you mean Ottawa, Ontario? <laughs> did you mean mom instead of bomb? <laughs> Ottawa. Well, what oh. ever happened to that guy? <laughs> that was like that the was most... a, uh, I think that was a Microsoft Word thing, Yeah, right? that was short-lived, but it, yeah. it helped me look so much smarter well, than I was I actually recently am. looking up like the 100 worst inventions of the 20th century, uh, and that was on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I guess people hated it. I never... Because used... it was a stupid cartoon mocking you. Yeah. That's why. It was like, <laughs> hey, I'm a... You can't spell? I'm Blinkity a... blink? <laughs> I'm a paperclip. You're an idiot. <laughs> Charges are emerging against an Ohio man accused of sending bomb threats to police in Ottawa amid protests in the Canadian capital. I wonder if he had to send less bomb threats due to the exchange rate. He was like, I'm going to send you 0.7 bomb threats, which is one U.S. bomb. If you if you send a bomb threat to Canada, it has to be extremely polite. Yes. <laughs> to whom it may concern. Please be advised. <laughs> Sincerely, Roger Smith. Here's my social security number. Police told WTVJ the man got the name of the city right, but the location was about 600 miles away. Which is 965.606 kilometers or 521 nautical miles. Ottawa is the county seat for Putnam County in northwestern Ohio. Investigators said the The man... The guy was like, I'm sending this bomb threat in because it's been the 25th annual Putnam County spelling bee (laughs) for 20 years. They're like, this bomb threat is chock full of misspellings. (laughs) So 25 years since my loss at the (laughs) spelling bee. (laughs) I tried out for the musical in 1986 and didn't get the part. I told all of you I would come back with with vengeance in 25 years. (laughs) On the 50th anniversary, which never came. Bomb is not spelled (laughs) B-O-M. 
Investigators said the man, who has yet to be identified, used Google to find numbers for police in Canada. Then Google gave him a number that was closer to home. See, I think Google correcting me. I don't know why I take that better than that stupid paperclip guy. Yeah. And, I mean, Google is pretty sassy. Like, did you mean? I would think that they're not, She's, you know, he's probably Googling, you know, QAnon, bomb threat. <laughs> You know, he's watching lizard people. He's watching YouTube tutorials on how to send in a bomb threat. Right? They're probably like, "Oh, you meant to? You've not? No one's ever done a bomb threat to Canada." Like he's probably they don't even have police. He's amazed that he got. He's amazed that he got charges against him, and he's also amazed that Canada is a country. Yes, he's like, there's a border to the north? (laughs) He was not paying attention and called the first number he found, said Captain Brad Brute Baker of the Putnam County Sheriff's Office. He said he was crazy about the mask mandate. I think crazy, like like crazy in love with it? No, he was upset. Oh, I thought he was like, you're loosening the mask (laughs) mandate! Thousands of protesters continue to gather in Canada's capital, protesting COVID-19 vaccine mandates and restrictions, a major issue affecting the U.S.'s northern neighbor and attracting global attention. I know, up until this, the main uh, issue in Canada was polar bears. Yes, it's true. Polar bear attacks on the rise. Police said that in the first call, the suspect issued a bomb threat to the Ottawa, Canada City Headquarters address, which is located at an address that does not exist in Ottawa, Ohio. He's like, I'm going to get you at 238 Trudeau Street. (laughs) He's he's doing this. Hey, I just want to be sure. I'm about to send a bomb. Did I get this address correct? (laughs) I just want to confirm. (laughs) just want to make sure I wrote it down correctly. While the Putnam County Sheriff's representative was attempting to trace the first call, he called again saying he had been shot. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? So the second one is the legit. What happened in the five minutes between calls, man? (laughs) Google said the police... (laughs) Google said the police phone number was 911. <laughs> they said if you want to get attention from the police, shoot yourself. <laughs> That's what you do. You, you either say, hey, I think a cop's been shot, or you shoot yourself. Yeah. After the call was fully traced, the dispatcher told the 20-year-old that he had the wrong Ottawa. I, I like how they left it at that, too. Like, uh, P.S. Wrong. New, new phone. Who did Yeah, this? it's not like, oh, this is a problematic. You're like, oh, would you like me to forward your bomb threat to the right party? <laughs> Which is Interpol. <laughs> would you Would you like to go to Bob Jones or was it Bob Lampkin? Did you want to send them? Yeah. I just want to make sure. We got two Bobs working in the office. <laughs> if you have a bomb threat, please press three. <laughs> Well, I, I've used – my city has a um, has a website you go to to report crime, uh-huh. which is the weirdest thing because it's like, is this crime in progress? And you check yes or no. <laughs> well, that, that on a, kind of a separate thing, and we've you know we mentioned this before, but um, I was listening to a podcast about um, Russian ransomware yep. and how you – if they – you get viruses on your computer and you can get your virus off by paying money to this yeah. uh, Russian ransomware – you know, so they're sending essentially holding your computer hostage, and you can only pay them in Bitcoin. Yep. But when you go to the Bitcoin site, it says, "What are you going to use the Bitcoin for? Commerce, uh, holding on for uh, appreciation, ransom." <laughs> it is a box that you check. <laughs> they just they just want to know their customers. <laughs> Drug deal. <laughs> yeah. Right. Brubaker said the man was not arrested, but filed a recommendation for charges with the Putnam County attorney. And those charges are forthcoming. I would think if it, I would hope in my heart that anyone who calls in a bomb threat anywhere should immediately be arrested. Yes, I agree. 
Especially he's internationally bombing. Even if it's the wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> even more so because that's how people get hurt. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think this guy is an idiot and uh, like to send in a bomb threat over mask mandates. Like, come on, like this is ridiculous. I mean, this is horrible PR for him opening his murder for hire company, (laughs) right? I'll do Paris, Nebraska, (laughs) Moscow, Idaho, where where you need only international. (laughs) All right. I like it. Yep. This story comes from NBCNews.com. That's a news source more reliable than playing Heads Up, Seven Up with Ted Williams. Because he is just ahead. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Yeah, you can't do the hand portion of the game. Wait, what is Heads Up, Seven Up? What is that? That was the one uh, in elementary school. You put your like head in your on the desk so you can't see, and you give a thumb up. Uh-huh. And then someone walks around, and I think they touched like three people's thumbs, and you have to guess who touched your thumb. Oh, yeah. How come we don't play these games as adults, man? That sounds like way more fun than watching <laughs> than watching Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, this story has to do with the head, Louis, and it says stolen what? stolen box of human heads investigated by Denver police. I'm hey, I'm glad the police are doing their job and investigating. They're like, you know, it's like, hey, we're just going to let that one fly. (laughs) Where do you even start with that, right? No, is this a missing persons or a theft? It's a theft because Denver police are investigating the theft of a box containing human heads from a parked freight company truck, officials said Saturday. That's so crazy that like the the truck just stops and they're like, hey, I'm going to go out and have some salamis while I've got a bunch of heads on ice. Yeah, this is an inside job, man. It totally is. The box was being transported for medical research purposes, police said in an email. They're researching how long it takes for a box of heads to be stolen. Yeah, right. (laughs) The answer was overnight in Denver. (laughs) You know who I would check? I would check all the barber colleges. Oh, right? Yeah. Because they need a head to practice on? Yeah, how else are you going to practice? Your Caesar cut. Oh, I don't know. Maybe a horse? (laughs) Horse heads? Which are just (laughs) decapitated in the bed. (laughs) Someone broke into the truck while it was parked between Wednesday afternoon and Thursday morning, Denver television station KDVR reported. I like that there's a... 18-hour window where these could have been stolen. I know, right? (laughs) Between June and December, they were just in this truck. The blue and white box was marked with a label that said, exempt human specimen, police said. A dolly was also stolen from the truck. That's the thing, is the dolly's the thing that has value. those, Those heads have value. What are you talking about? No, I don't think you can sell human parts. What are you like, talking about? <laughs> what, we both have what, literally parts in our houses. <laughs> what do you, you? Don't lie to the people, Louie. <laughs> you are a collector of human remains, as am I. I don't think you can sell fresh ones. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. 
How do you know they're fresh? They just bites a box of heads. Can you imagine when this goes on the secondary market? Because this guy who stole them's got like, I gotta roll these into something. Yeah, right. So like, how how long does it trickle down before it gets to people like us? I bet the person didn't know what they were stealing, and mm-hmm. you know they probably just ditched him somewhere. And now, uh, you know, vultures are eating the heads now. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true, but the, I mean, that's got to be the weird thing is you have this, and so you're essentially committing a second crime to get rid of them. Yeah. Well, and you stole the dolly. <laughs> that's the I mean, that's the one that puts it over into felony territory. I love how they even. Why did they even add that? Right? They stole a dolly and a package of M and M's. And he smoked within twenty five feet of the entrance of a building. <laughs> We're searching for somebody with an extra head who likes M and M's and could be on a dolly. <laughs> Just rolling down the street on a dolly. The suspect might be getting around on a dolly. Was, was the human head box that heavy that you needed the dolly? There's a lot of questions, like how many heads were there? Where were they being transported to? Did the box have those little dividers like a wine box does to keep them from knocking into each other? Did they put Brad Pitt on the uh, investigation and he goes, <laughs> what's in the box? What's when, they, the box? when they recover these, they have to call him Brad Pitt. <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> And how old are their heads? Were these people donating their heads to science? Is that what's happening? Yeah, I wonder ultimately where they were going. Were they going to like the body farm in Tennessee? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. There's a lot of questions, and I we should do an addendum to this when they catch the person. I, I'm on it. Yeah. All right. I like it. Yep. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for lending us your ears. Where can the fine people see Louis Fox this week? You can catch Matt and I hanging out at Steve's house recording on Wednesday morning, uh, the day after this comes out. And then that evening, I'm going to be chaperoning my daughter and her friends at a K-Flay concert. Yeah, well, and I had never heard of this artist before, and you sent me some stuff, and I'm kind of like, I don't get it. It's okay. (laughs) Yep. Not and that then, great. Yeah, yeah, but this is the one where I had my old man time trying to buy the ticket ad, where <laughs> where they I couldn't just give them cash and they give me a ticket. And then um, this weekend, possibly you can catch me at Matt's house. We'll see. Yeah, that would be awesome. Where can they catch you? You can catch me doing the same thing that you were plugging, Louie. <laughs> I'm going to be uh, in Seattle. We're uh, up there, do some doctor's visits, and then just to record some podcasts, and then uh, just hanging out on the farm, trying to contemplate if uh, daylight savings still happens in the Northwest. I don't think, is, is, is it supposed to happen soon? Yeah, daylight savings time is on the 13th, man. What? Yeah, dude. Re- Spring no. is here. It's almost spring. No way. I have to Google this. Well, kiss my grits. It is. Kiss your grits. You are old, man. That's probably why they wouldn't give you the ticket. You're like, ah. It's too, you're above the age limit for the K-Flake concert. Uh, Yeah, just hanging out. And uh, yeah, man, feeling good. My whole march is empty. So this is, this is great. Nice. So, folks, uh, if you want to help contribute to the show, you can do so. Go into our Patreon page. You can get there by clicking on the link on our website, or you can just Google Autonomic Beat Podcast slash 
Patreon. And uh, it will take you to some bonus episodes and all sorts of benefits. You can get all sorts of fun stuff, like Matt could send you a postcard while he's doctor visiting. Yeah. (laughs) Real real time updates on Erica's doctor visit. (laughs) You can get old timey tweets, aka (laughs) postcard from Matt. Uh, That would be awesome, folks. And uh, also check out our other podcast, the Moisture Festival podcast, and uh, has long form interviews with other entertainers that perform at the Moisture Festival, which is a huge variety arts festival in seattle and uh if you like this like our conversations in the past with other people you'll love that podcast and you get and that wherever you got this podcast at. get yourself if you're in the northwest get yourself some moisture festival tickets uh the festival opens on the 17th absolutely so that's it for today folks we want to thank you so much for listening we are out bye thanks for listening and stay weird